get in touch with them about it when there's something important. A great example of this would be um, the new wave of weighing scales. So to us, it makes sense that you get on a scale so that you can see your number. Mm-hmm. But these new scales aren't going to show numbers. They, That's a relief. Uh, <laughs> right. They, they may just have little voices that say, have a nice day. And what that means is nothing to waste your cognitive bandwidth on or your willpower. Go about your day. Everything's fine. I will only bother you if there's a significant error signal in your weight that you should know about. There's, so there's a new wave of products that just kind of run in the background. Maybe you, you sign on to them. You might set up the initial parameters, how much it'll ask little questions, how much do you want to know, when do you want to know it. And then you just let it run and go about your life trusting that it will be collecting this continuous data and it will tell you if there's something important for you to know. So you spent some time with members of, of the Quantified Self movement. Tell me about them. So members of the quantified self uh, movement tend to be more of the kind of techno-libertarian, geeky sort. A lot of men, a lot of engineers. It's a very DIY kind of community where you, you give show and tells that are 15 minutes and you need to say, what did you track? How did you track it? What did you learn? And you share that with the community. What do people um, track? They track everything from the quality and number of their orgasms to their water intake, uh, their sleep, their moods. uh, And typically what they're trying to do, and this is something that the Apple Watch is also trying to do, is find patterns, detect patterns, and draw correlations across two or more data streams. So the idea isn't simply to know how much water or the number of your orgasms and things like that, but how might those relate to the quality of your sleep, your caffeine intake. Uh, Some algorithms have even been written to analyze the semantic content of your email exchanges or who are you talking to? And it could be that your mood dips uh, at a certain time of the day because that's likely when you'll get a call from your mother. Something like this. The idea is that uh, there's this kind of detective-like quality in quantified self where you're trying to hunt down these clues to things that are not obvious to you uh, by using big data analytics and these gadgets. You know, that's really kind of fascinating. I mean, it's the kind of thing that people used to go to therapists for, right? To tease out your subconscious motivations and what's really going on in your life and what kind of self-talk are you engaging in and how does that affect your mood? And now, it seems like we're doing it with algorithms and data. As an anthropologist, I think there's more to the difference there uh, because the, the, the kind of person that something like a, a therapeutic or a psychoanalytic approach assumes is a person... Uh, whose psyche you can excavate. It's there to be uncovered and revealed. And this kind of self that is at stake uh, in continuous tracking and big data analysis is quite different. One of the self-trackers I spoke with said, I think of myself as a time series self, uh, where the self unfolds in many little bits over time, and you sort of check in when a sufficient amount of time and data has built up to see what clues might be revealed there. So I have to say, one of the things that I really value about life is its messiness. I like it that 
people are chaotic and not rational. I mean, that's part of why we have literature, right? Because we have life stories that are rich and complex. Something about the the sense of self you're describing and the kind of tracking seems, you know, seems like it's all about control. I think quantification, uh, this, this sort of numerical imagination, is related in interesting ways to messiness and playfulness. Hmm. It doesn't have to be uh, this completely top-down control that sucks the life out of everything. I think it's it's too easy to dismiss this stuff on those grounds. I had my uh, graduate students um, take a class uh, I, I called Self as Data. And in that class, we tried to compare contemporary apps and tracking gadgets with uh, historical precursors. And one really interesting one was uh, Sanctorius in the 1700s. Uh, he developed a special, what he called the weighing chair.